0: Thechairshot.com. Always use your head.
2: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Five Rounds Podcast. The only podcast out there for the cardio, for those deep water championship rounds. I am Mags, and with me today, my son Carlos. Carlos, how are you?
3: brilliant not long after this doing a couple more interviews that are now scheduled for this month so mm-hmm. check them out they'll be
2: out soon yep absolutely the first one scheduled to drop very very soon uh yeah he's uh you're kicking ass with those interviews but uh we're in the uh in the lead up after christmas we're a bit of a UFC ufc's not back for a couple of weeks yet uh but when it comes back it's coming back with a vengeance with uh one of the biggest farts of. of of recent times in Conor McGregor making his return against uh, Dustin Poirier in uh, a rematch to their their fight in September of 2014 uh, which uh, was a, uh, I think it was a uh, featherweight yeah so me and Carl are going to uh, go through that match and uh, do a bit of a watch along and just kind of refresh our palette and refresh your, the listeners palette, uh about what we what we may uh, get to see uh, when these two go head to head again so um we're going to uh the the match is on the ufc's uh, uf uh ufc's youtube channel so it's very very easy to get hold of um it's literally now minutes long so it's not even a long time but uh, uh find the the fat uh, and then three two one and play so yeah we uh, Presented by Devour, uh, frozen foods. Remember when jersey we were sponsored by people like that? Uh, got Bruce Buffer uh, doing his uh his yeah, usual yeah. spiel. There's a the man himself just walking about the octagon, in the place. I mean, if you remember this, I mean, look at the the odds there. His favorite uh, bar minus two eighty, but that was low for for back then. I think if I remember rightly. This was the highest-ranked opponent that uh, Conor had faced at this time. Obviously, he, he demolished people time and time again. Uh, but, yeah, Poirier was really on a, on a tear back then and, and was was basically the, the hardest fight that Conor had, had up to the press. And as we, as we know from the fight, he, he just makes absolute short work of it.
3: Yeah, definitely on paper it was the, we are the part of his of his career. But if you look look at the both both the way they're acting now and the the way the bodies are, are sort of like if coming off, we, there's not much change in their style today. Connor's always that relaxed, loose guy, and Porri is always one of them. He's always riled up, ready to go, and there's not much change in the game bar from obviously the. the, <laughs> of the it's so
2: antagonizing yeah. there with the with the. Uh, the Matrix style uh, come, it. come get me.
3: It's just all the mind games with McGregor. He's perfect at, at balancing the mind warfare as well with the combat. Yeah, so He knows if he can break them before the fight, odds are he's won the fight. And...
2: McGregor started with a crawl as per and then uh, uh, goes for the, the head kick, the, the heel, reverse heel hook, uh, spinning kicks. This is, this is the McGregor that we know oh, and if you s- actually
3: sit there with a the kick the, what, the one thing that surprised me obviously, McGregor opens up with a wide stance near him constantly yeah. you know, when Poirier it sort of surprised me because he, has, he is known to have a good leg kick and we actually sitting there he kicked him the leg and he put Conor, uh, McGregor down for a second before yeah. springing back up
2: well he uses that leg kick to a great effect there He's just, he knows if he can take uh, McGregor's stands out it can it's half the battle but the the problem is dealing with the immense pressure from McGregor's just animalistic kind of attack. He just comes from every angle. You just it's uh, it so hard circles to circles you to to as well. Judge, he yeah.
3: doesn't let you he doesn't let you go around every time Poirier's going to the left, he goes to the left. Every time he goes to the right McGregor goes to the right. He's perfect at staying in that same spot so you can't get out
2: of it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Parry is still having great success uh, uh, getting in, getting a couple of leg kicks, landing a few shots of his own, but McGregor is so good at that, like, breaking you down with, with shots and then just lamping you with a with the hard shot that you just don't expect. Well that's
3: it, it's his left hand, it's always co- he's always there yeah. looking for it and his position is always there. He, he knows that he puts his head a little bit into reaching distance to let you overextend and then he'll come over the top Absolutely. and just track you with that left and you just, yeah. do not see it coming. It's like just, a bear trap. That's exactly, it somewhat reminds you of like a DC, DC uses he's like hands in his head to sort of entice you in and there we go, Like McGregor just did exactly the same then. Brilliant tossed him in. Less he, than
2: two minutes.
3: He he Poirier dropped his hands and then that ripped the uppercut. But then obviously when we were watching this live, a lot of people know at the end of this, people were like it's controversial, he hit him to the back of the head, but was so much slow motion going over now. There was clean shots by McGregor there mm-hmm. and it was just so fast that it was just uppercut, uppercut, amethyst, amethyst, and then it was absolutely done. But quick work from when these two were fighting back in September where people were saying, oh, this is the toughest test for McGregor.
2: Just look at how easy he made that work. Yeah, but everybody, they say, is a, a tough test. When when he stepped up and faced Aldo, that was meant to be a tough test, and he destroyed Aldo. Uh, when he made his comeback recently against uh, uh, Cerrone, everyone thought at Cerrone at least put a bit of a challenge up. He came in and just demolished Cerrone. Uh, the guy is, is scary when he puts his mind to it, and there he is, proud of the Irish flag, um, just what what a father again the replay. Uh, just the, the scrape what knocks uh, uh Dustin down, but like an animal, Connor's on him, Connor's on him, and just landing uppercut after uppercut, puts him away. And I bet Dustin will be hoping that nothing like that. I mean, there that's what takes him down. The the like, tiny little nudge to the back of the head there that that was a bit vicious on uh, by Connor with the hammer to the back, but. Like I said, it's it's slow motion and it's, it's the heat of the fight. But this knockdown there, just there, the slightest glance. And it just, it's the ones you don't see that hurt you the most. It's as simple as that.
3: And Connor's perfect with that. He, he makes you, he somewhat, somehow makes you not see it. And he, you're always, he's one of them fighters you've always got to be aware of with everything. Because when you're not aware of it, he's, he's cracking you with that left hand. And then When you're too aware of his left hand, he's using his capoeira kicks on you to defeat the body like he did against Chad Mendes when Mendes were sort of just watching that left hand so he weren't getting hit by it and McGregor just started picking his body off and mm-hmm. he ended up putting him down in the, the second or third and ended up winning his title shot there but but what was that just the...
1: But the
3: one thing that did surprise me, obviously Poirier there, he looked sort of pissed off there, and the one thing that I thought that were going through his head is, why the fuck did I not go for a takedown? And that surprised me with how many people going into this fight were saying how dominant of the ground game um, Poirier's got over McGregor, but Poirier did not look for ones to clinch or go to the ground or whatever, but I do believe in this fight that Poirier, even though he's been a beast as of late. his last couple of farts he's not he hasn't changed as much in his fighting style he's just able to take a shot and hit a lot harder than he, he could do five years ago yeah um,
2: how many times do you think that uh, Dustin and his team have watched over this fight in the build up to, to the second corner fight and and kind of poured over the mistakes that, that perhaps he made and where he can make uh, changes or do you think it's null and void because that fight was six years ago seven years ago no, um, and they both like, have, have changed so much as a far- fighters uh, do you think that uh, they'll look back at that and just uh, brush it off or do you think it will be really deep diving into it and, and kind of like picking it
3: apart They'll definitely will look back into that to see if they can find any new openings because obviously that will now be it'll be such old tape that not only Dustin has has been watching his team, everyone around the world has watched it, so everything that could have been picked out has possibly already been picked out. But the fact that you're already fighting him, you'd be stupid not to go back and and just once or twice just watch the fight and see where it went wrong because in that fight it went wrong with. Dustin dropping his head, he, he didn't, his hands weren't up enough and he dropped his head and against a precision start striker like Conor McGregor, McGregor were able to just find that little opening right behind the ear, which is a legal yeah. shot, perfectly legal shot and he and he hits him with it and made him pain. Now with the, in this next fight, I do believe Dustin will try and pressure McGregor a bit more because he didn't pressure him in that fight, it was the other way around, it, it was McGregor taking the lead, <laughs> McGregor pre- putting him up against the fence and not letting him move. Now Dustin, over the last couple of years, he's been the one to be the pressure, he's been the one to want to actually bring the fight to you instead of actually just brawling in the centre. He wants to push you up against the cage. So it's going to be interesting to to see if they come out as calmly as they do, to see who's the first one to get to the centre of the cage, yeah. because more than likely the first one to get to centre of that cage is probably going to rule that cage for that round, Yeah. as going next to the rounds and a lot of people say "Oh well, it's going to be easier for Dustin this time we should just go in and take him down that's not necessarily the case I do believe that Dustin will try and use his grappling a little bit more, a hell of a lot more than he did in the first fight anyway but that's easier saying than done because even though McGregor is a knockout artist and he's a precision striker everyone sleeps on his grappling and I do believe the same with Gilbert Burns as he said Gil, uh, Conor McGregor's grappling—he's so underrated. You don't.
2: And Not only just his grappling, his his takedown defense.
3: Yeah, that, exactly. So it's one of them. He's, he's not an easy pose to take down. He's strong, and we seen that against Khabib. Khabib, who were able to take people down at will. Fair enough. He was able to take Conor down, but Conor made him work for that. Yeah. If you go and watch that fight, Khabib was grabbing his leg more than or not you know, just to try and work around the body, and McGregor is manoeuvring. Was giving sort of could be trouble in the first 30, 40 seconds whilst they were having that little grappling exchange. So he's not as easy to take down as people just think. Oh, he's a striker. He's gonna throw. He's gonna throw his left. He's gonna put himself off balance. I'm gonna take him down. Not necessarily. There's a couple of guys who's already done that and have not had the have not had the success.
2: Exactly.
3: And he's been able to sort of turn that round and actually be the aggressor on top, which a lot of people are like. Oh, I'm gonna. How can he fight from top? Because a lot of people sleep on his grappling style. His, I know Dylan Dennis, a lot of people somewhat try and give him try and give him shit, but at the end of the day, he's he's knowledge for Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and grappling in mixed martial arts because a lot of people say, oh, you're grappling in these tournaments and blah blah. Yeah, that's fair enough. There's you've got Jiu-Jitsu that works when you just when you're just practicing Jiu-Jitsu, but Jiu-Jitsu in mixed martial arts, you've got to change it up a bit because you've got people who's kicking you, kneeing you, elbowing you, punching you slapping you, you ain't, you ain't got to deal with that sort of stuff in the tournament. Yeah. So with him, who's got Dylan Danis sort of in his corner, he's working on his Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and he's grappling daily. And especially now with him taking it so serious and... Uh, like if you've seen what Conor McGregor looks like over the last month with stopped drinking whiskey and doing all that sort of stuff, no, it might sound like a blowing smoke up his arse, but that's just from the hard work that he's already done for... The last couple of years and the artwork he's putting into this fight leading up, he's he's got respect for Dustin and he's not he's not just looking past him because he's already beaten once already, which a lot of fighters do. Uh, don't get me wrong, a lot of fighters do look past their opponents if they're already beaten. Look at Rockhold and Bispoin. Rockhold I mean is gonna beat you, I knock you out a year ago, I'm gonna beat you again. Yep. And McGregor's not doing that, which is a good thing. He knows that. Uh, Poirier is still one of the toughest tests of his, of his career, and he knows that Dustin Poirier is one of the the hardest hitters and one of the the most brutal fighters in that division beyond Justin Gaethje. Yeah,
2: and I think the difference in this fight is Connor's now got way more to lose. Back then, he was he was uh, the cocky young upstart. Now. Is like a freight chain, a global phenomenon, and every any kind of loss on his record takes away that, that money making mystique that he's got. But um, this far has, has the equal uh, opportunity of going exactly the same way as this with Connors uh, striking. Or it could be a totally different fight because both fighters have, have grown, both fighters have moved up in weight, uh, both fighters have really added different dimensions to the to their uh, game. So it could be uh, an absolute banger of a fight. Um, I'm so so excited for it. And what less than two weeks to go now? Less two weeks to Yeah. It's going to be an absolute barnstormer. But yeah, hope you enjoyed this uh, <laughs> this quick little um, watch along just to just to get your get your appetites wet for, for Connor versus Dustin too um, thank you for, for listening, check out uh, all the stuff on Shooting the Sports-ish check out uh, the content on business uh, Global Media and obviously go and uh, check out uh, Chairshot Radio um, follow me on Twitter, DJ Kirby follow Carlos here at Kirby underscore Carlos, thank you all for listening and that is the end
3: just before I say my line Go and like our new Facebook page, our Five Rounds Pod, and go and follow our Instagram page for our little content that is just going to go on there and you're not going to be able to find it anywhere else. And that is the end. Adios amigos.
0: (laughs) TheChairShot.com Always
1: use your head.